stage appropriate. With Juno, age 10. And Katie, let's move on. Yeah. We're a mother and daughter who love musical theatre and we want to share that love with anyone who will listen. In each episode, we will discuss a musical that we've seen on stage or screen, sometimes both, explain the plot probably badly, (laughs) talk about the best bits and maybe mock it in a really nice way. Just two warnings. There will be spoilers. (gasps) So if you haven't seen the show we're talking about and you don't want to know what happens... And you didn't go to primary school in England in the case of this episode... See it and listen to this afterwards. Yeah. Woohoo. We do have two cats. So if you hear any hissing, spitting, meowing or growling, it's just them. That is both of our warnings, Juno, is that correct? Yeah. So that's it? Yeah. Are we ready to get started? Yeah. Okay. Today's episode is... Six! That was beautiful. We're going to have the casting directors emailing instantly. Uh, so yes, today's episode is all about the phenomenon that is six. Um, Juno, just in case anybody hasn't watched horrible histories or, you know, been forced to learn about the Tudors at school or indeed seen six, would you like to explain to us the plot? And I'm confident that for the first time in an episode, we can actually do the plot yeah. properly. Because it's in like two sentences. We should know this more than possibly anything else we know, including our like names yeah. and dates of birth. So we are ready, but before we start, I do have a special shout out to my friend Ava. Woohoo! Hey Ava! Yeah, she loves listening and requested this episode. Hi Ava, I hope you enjoy this. So, Six is about, so it's like the Six Wives of Henry VIII, and they do like a pop concert. Yeah. I like the fact you actually had to write that down, even though it's like a one sentence summary. Well, we she, were complaining yesterday about how true. bad our synopsis is. Synopsis is Were panopsi. Uh, p- <laughs> what? Synopsi. 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 the Cyclops. <laughs> anyway, the Six Wives of Henry VIII do like a pop concert. Where they have a competition on who had it like the worst with Henry. They all think they had it the worst. Um, Anne of Cleves definitely didn't and she knows it. Um, So they each perform like a song. It's very much like a song. Yeah, because it is a song. It's a song. Saying like about their experiences with Henry. And then he's not in it, by the way. So Henry isn't in it. It's just the six wives and then three musicians. So at the end... And they all decide that it doesn't really matter, and they make up their own endings. Yay! Woo! Woo! I saw a quite snippy review of Six. Wait, what? I know. Tell me about this. Right, I can't remember. I can't remember where I. Were they dead inside? I saw it online yesterday. I think the reviewer may have been a little bit dead inside because they were sort of. They hate joy. They're kind of. They hate joy. That Six isn't like a really meaningful piece of (laughs) theatre. And also that, like, the message... Because at the end, they're all competing against each other. And then Kathy P, Catherine Parr, is like, do you know what, guys? I don't want to do this. I don't want to fight. It's boring. And then they're all like, oh, okay. Uh, And then they're like, let's start a band together. Yay. And this review was suggesting that that's a sort of, like, a Spice Girls-infused rubbish version of feminism and i was like oh mate just enjoy the songs so that was a bit sad for them i'm sorry reviewer that you were unable to enjoy the majesty see what i did there see what i did there majesty because they're queen um opposite well speaking of songs should we move on to the songs uh yes because we know all the songs this is one of those times as well where 
We don't need to consult Spotify to see what the songs are called or who sings them. I've got them on a Word document in front of me. Gina has written them on a document uh, because she's just all about the preparation. But we do, we not only know the order of the songs, I I would go so far as to say we know 90% of this show off by heart. Like if we went to see it and at the start of the show, someone came on stage and were like, guys, we've got a problem. Our cast are ill and we've not got enough swings. Does anyone know all the words? We would be like... We volunteer as tribute. If I had to play Catherine Power, I'd be a bit like, uh, uh, carry on. on for two <laughs> but if they were like, we need someone to be Anne Boleyn. I'd be like, sorry, not, sorry, All not over what it. I said. Uh, so, the first song is called... Why are we doing Ex-wives. this? Ex-wives. And it's where they all come on and they sing about like what they're going to do. And... Um, you need to listen to the soundtrack of Six if you haven't already. I don't know why anyone who is listening to a podcast about musicals, particularly one about Six, yeah. wouldn't have seen Six. That just seems like a stunning omission in a musical theatre fan's life. Because also, it's one of those ones that even people who aren't that bothered about musicals, like we know they people who've see. seen Six, who have not also seen like fantastically great women Woo! who was made by the same people well it's the same production six. team well, isn't yeah, it? it's not the same writers we'll do a future episode on fantastically great it's women so good. because but we're not talking amazing. about but that we're not right now so ex-wives and so they come on and they all kind of get like little bits and they talk about like who they are and what they're doing and stuff and they sing divorce beheaded died divorce beheaded survived like a lot of times a lot of times so just in case and you then weren't like aware a good of dance that break and it's like to the tune of green sleeves isn't it she's clever which is like we reckon it's okay to sing green sleeves in terms of copyright because yeah it's like 500 years old so surely it's it's not subject to copyright I would assume. Could be wrong. Who knows? So this is Catherine of Aragon's song. So it's... No way. So she came over from Spain to like get married to Arthur. and Henry's then, brother. Yeah, Henry's brother. And then he got there. And there's a bit where she's like, something like, okay, about everything. Like, and then he's dead. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm going to get put this in This is jail. in the talking bit before yeah. she starts singing. Yeah. So if, you ha- if you've listened to the soundtrack, but you haven't seen the show. Yeah. Um, then obviously go and watch it and then listen to this. But each of the wives, before their song, does a little bit of... It's not sung through, like there is talking in it as well. So yeah, she talks about the fact that she came over... And she was like, okay. And she was going to get put in jail for like some reasons. reasons. And then she was getting married to Henry and she was like, bit weird, but okay. (laughs) And then um, he's like, I want a divorce. And she's like, no way. And then she sings this song called No Way. And it's really good. It's very factually accurate as well. Yeah. like, she sings about how many years they've been married. Oh, no, that's not in... No way, is it? Yeah, it's in x It's in x 24 years on the paragon. So you can, you can learn a lot from we Six, I think. Six. We've just covered those. We could absolutely yeah. be in Six. Okay. Shotgun. Oh, I don't know, actually. That's quite tricky. The next... I'd want to be Catherine of Aragon or Anne Boleyn, But you want to be Anne Boleyn, so I think I'd have to be Catherine of Aragon. No, I? I want to be Catherine of Aragon. Oh! Yeah. Okay, well, we'll fight um, about this So, later. the one you've been waiting for, it's kind of like a kind of song. It's not on the London soundtrack, it's on the Broadway soundtrack. Yeah, so if you've just been listening to the London soundtrack, you should know that the stuff that you hear on stage... There's a bit of the script in the Broadway one Yeah, too. you get extra stuff. So the stuff that you see on stage but that isn't on the UK soundtrack is on the Broadway one. Yeah. Like the Mega Six, but we'll come on to the Mega Six later. So that's the last one. Sorry! <laughs> the one you've been waiting for is where after Catherine of Aragon's had her song, 
and then no 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 and then um <laughs> so all the queens were like no i think that there was another one um who people like actually cared about and she's like i think you're thinking of me and they're like no i think she overlapped with you and then she's like a pattern of henry's me. relationships and let's then, be honest you know that one who was actually really important and then they're like the one you've been waiting for the one you waiting for the history the one with history oh my god judo literally knows this song yeah. off my heart. Wow. and then it's like the one with the plan the plan to steal the man could she be the one to win Anne Boleyn. And then it's like Anne Boleyn. Listeners, that was quite impressive, I think. I'm sure you'll agree. She's still doing it. And then um, um, they're like 47 minutes. And then um, um, so they like introduce Anne Boleyn, which I've just done. And then um, she's like just looking at her phone and she's like, ha ha ha. And then she's like, what? Oh, it's my turn. And then she sings Don't Lose Your Head. And it's um, a really good song. Is it the best song in the show? It's the most fun one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the most fun. Well, you say that, obviously, House of Holbein. I did um, a survey at school today. Oh, research? Yeah. Exciting. And what were the findings of your survey, do you know? Guess how many um, Anne Boleyn got before any of the others. Right, hang on a second. How many people did you ask? I don't know. Right, well, I'm not really sure how we're supposed to quantify this data. Have you got any pie charts? I asked nine. How many people said Anne Boleyn before anyone said anyone else? Six. Um, it was seven, oh. and then um, I got a vote for Catherine of Aragon and Catherine Howard. Well, I think that's incredibly disappointing because of all these people not seeing Anne of Cleves. Um, I'm not in the class with people who are obsessed with Anne of Cleves. Oh, okay, so there is a and group of no, Anne of one Cleves of my fans. friends. She really likes Anne of Cleves, but she also really likes Catherine. I guess that's okay. You're allowed to like more than one thing. Yeah, people can be multifaceted. Uh, yeah, don't lose your head is yeah. an absolutely sick and tune. There's some good moves. I was just gonna say the choreography is really good. And Amberlynn, she's just she's played for laughs, isn't she? She's played as this yeah. kind of quite like funny character. She does say in the sort of like politics, not my thing. Now I've read several yeah, books about Amberlynn. Nothing in that song politics is, is very much her thing, um, as far as I can tell. So. You can learn a lot of history from six, but not necessarily all yeah. the history in it is completely accurate. Mm. So, you know, if you're doing a PhD or something about the don't wives, don't just listen to six. Maybe like read a, a book as well. Yeah, it could be problematic. So Don't Lose Your Head is a classic. Right next, I think there's a song I'm going to argue about. <sighs> so Heart of Stone, oh. I quite like, just because it's like a nice song. And you think it's boring and you hate okay, it. Okay, let me talk about my feelings for Heart of Stone. First so of all, you didn't like it, to start it is a little bit boring. Like, it's the only proper ballad in the show. Yeah, but it is Ballads good. Ballads are boring. These are facts. And it comes it's up, not. so you get Don't Lose Your Head, which is an absolute banger. It's not bad. And then you get, also, Listen right, is. other problems I have. Jane Seymour herself, I think, is quite boring. I read this okay, series of enough. books by Alison Weir, where there's a book about each queen and of all of them, Jane Seymour is the one who comes across as the most boring. Wasn't she, like, related to Anne Boleyn or something? I think so. Everyone was related they were, to like, everyone cousins. back then. Jane Seymour herself is quite boring, I think. Yeah. And the song is just... I just don't think it's very interesting. I like um, it. We, we talk about? Shall we talk about our musical con experience with this song? Yeah. So, last October... Um, <clears throat> The yeah. first ever musical con was held in London, in London and we Excel. went to it at the XL and it was really good. 
Um, there were like performances and lots of stuff you can buy. Um, just um, one of the performances was by SVN, who's like the original watch, workshop cast of Six, featuring Natalie Paris and Amy Atkinson, and they're like a band. Yeah, so we saw them perform, and that was cool. But yeah, we also went to this singing masterclass with Natalie Paris, who who's is Jane Seymour, OG Jane Seymour. But we did have to listen to like five people sing. Yeah, all so of this that is story. the thing. Like we were sat in a room with maybe they were like all really hundred people. And the workshop did consist of people just singing Heart of Stone and Natalie Paris giving them feedback. And obviously for those feedback people, it was, was amazing. Really and she said some, like the stuff that she talked about in terms of doing the show and how hard it is to sing that song. That was really interesting. But I did get to the end of it and think, I never want to hear this song again. Oh my God. But now Juno is actually learning to play it on the piano rather yeah, beautifully. Nice. It is nice. And actually when we've seen it, we've seen six. I've not sung any of it yet. Four times. We have an ambition oh, yeah. to see it six times. In six different places. In six different places. Um, we've seen it in four different places so far. Do you know singing now? Um, and whenever we've seen it, the song does really touch me. No, um, it's weird. good when you like hear them sing it. It's just, you might skip it in the car. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't want to listen to it in the car. I think the other thing about it, you know, is it makes me feel really sad. Because um, as a parent, um, when she sings that bit about soon I'll have to go, I'll never see him grow... That thought of like having a baby and then being like, oh wait, I'm going to die. What's going to happen to my child? I'm like, oh geez. And that's actually, that's quite traumatic to me. So I'm going to put it down. I'm going to say one of the reasons I don't like it is because I'm just such a devoted mother, do you know? Um, uh, and it upsets me too okay. much. The next song is The House Welcome of Holbein. The House of Holbein. The House of Holbein. 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 House Sorry. Juno's possessed by the spirit of rave there. And it's hilarious. So for House of Holbein, they, it's just like a random song in the middle where they sing about Hans Holbein, the portrait artist. And they sing in like, dodgy German accents. And they all come on with like luminous glasses and like big collars. Oh, I've collars. got a mirror where it, you look in it and it looks like you're wearing it. Yes. Uh, that mirror did fall off the wall once and injure you slightly, but yeah. it's fine now. Um, it wasn't in because of the face. mirror. It was because of me not putting enough blue tack on it. Yeah. And that song is absolutely hilarious and I love it. And it's the song more than any of the others that I want to be able to get up and dance to. Uh, again, I think as we mentioned our thing of how we don't want to go to a sing-along performance of a show. But yeah, we have. we would like to go to one where you can just dance. Yes. We don't want to have to hear other people singing. I think we mentioned it in school as well. Possiblement. But anyway, so it's really good. And it's kind of Anne of Cleves' introduction, don't you think? Yeah. Like the one you've been waiting for is. Yeah, and then they do this funny thing where it's like a swipe left, swipe right. Yeah. Like a dating app. I say this as someone who's never been on a dating app, but like I assume that's where that's going <laughs> to come from. Uh, do you know also at the age of 10 has never, I assume, been on a dating app? No. No. Weird. So then it's this funny thing where it goes from like one princess to another and then it lands on Anne of Cleves. And like the whole thing with Anne of Cleves, again, if I don't know actually whether you've, did you just say you're starting? Yeah. <laughs> podcast listeners don't need to know that you haven't had your tea Everyone yet. Everyone needs to know. Yeah, this episode might be slightly shorter because um, dinner's in the oven. And the show is quite short. Like, the show itself is only 80 minutes, so we can't Isn't talk it for too long. I don't think it is 90. 90 no is a lie. It's not a 90 It's no. all a lie. Um, in Ooh. case you don't know this, uh, a 90 no is a show that is 90, 90 minutes and no, no interval. interval. For example... Boom. Come from away. Come from away, which we didn't realise when we saw it the first time. Didn't yeah. have an interval, and so I was sat there going, "This is um, 
we all seem to be getting quite close to the end of events here. Why is there no winter? And there are signs up, but I just uh, didn't read them. So it's a good thing we weren't desperate for it's ice cream or anything. Great women, isn't it? Yeah, fantastically great women was as well. So House of Holbein, and then into Anna Cleves. So Anna Cleves, historically, what everyone believes is that she obviously like you couldn't send someone a selfie back then because they um, didn't have phones. Um, so like, Henry like, got a portrait lols. of her. <laughs> that was really funny. Henry got a portrait of her and was like, "Yeah, she'll do." And then when she turned up, I think he said she looked like a horse or something. Yeah, which is very rude because I'm sure like I, when Henry was young. He was known to be like, I don't know if a bit of a looker is the right term, but I think he was generally seen as being quite good looking and like fit and he did a lot of sport. And then as the years went on and he ate more of those like Tudor 25 course meals and and got like gout or whatever it was that people used to get back then. I think by the time he marries Anne of Cleves, I'm not sure he's in any position to be like criticising how attractive his wife is, to be honest. But so anyway, there you go. She gets like this um, bit where she's like pretending to cry and she's like, um, he sent me to live in a palace all by myself with no one telling me what to do <laughs> with more money than I ever wanted. Because uh, like you can guess, but because it took so long to get rid of Catherine of Aragon. He'd do anything. Yeah, the like getting divorced, because obviously he had to basically invent divorce, didn't he? And split from the church and all that to marry Anne Boleyn. Um, so by the time it gets to Anne of Cleves, he's like, quickie divorce. Let's just get this done. And so like she was sad because obviously it was quite humiliating for her. She'd just come over to a new country. She didn't know anyone. Obviously she'd travelled with like some courtiers and stuff in real life. But what I really like is... In the show, Anne of Cleves is like, she is the life and soul. She's so funny. Yeah. And the person who plays her, I think every time we've seen it, we've seen a completely different cast. Um, but the person who plays Anne of Cleves, for me, I think it's always the MVP. Because um, it's a song, it's got really good energy and sass. And yeah. like, I love her costume. Oh yeah, um, she has like a costume under the costume. Yeah. And she takes it up and it's like... Um, like all sort of fancy and yeah, beaded like, and stuff. And everyone's like, woo! Pink. Um, and she's just, it's a really cool part and it's a really good song. And it's one of the ones that's got the best. It's called Get Down. In. It's called Get Down. We didn't mention and that. And she does the, she's okay, like, ladies, let's get in Reformation. And it's stuff like that in Six that I just think is what makes it in a lot of ways so clever and different. So the chorus is really clever too. We never think about it because it's so good. It's like, um, you, you said that I tricked you because I... I didn't look like my profile picture. It's a good rhyme, that one, too, isn't it? Too bad I don't agree. So I'm going to hang it up for everyone to see. And then she does a funny bit where she's like, you can't stop me because I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. It's really funny. That was my amazing impression. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's one of the best bits. I love that song and it's really clever. Yeah. And it's got the Beyonce reference in it, which obviously we all enjoy and live for. I just think OK Ladies Let's Get In Reformation is really, really clever as well. Like, that's a really smart bit of writing. Um, and then obviously, yeah, Anna Cleves makes this whole thing where she's like, it was so sad. I'm just kidding. My life's amazing. And it no, is really funny. At one point, isn't she like, I have the plague. And they're all like, what? And she's like, just kidding. My life's great. It's really funny. <laughs> um, so we talk about the next song. Let's talk about the next so it's, song. Um, it's not called the next song. Just, that would be a rubbish yeah. title. Um, it's Catherine Howard's song. It's called All You Wanna Do, All You Wanna Do. Well, it's not called it's that. It's just called All You Wanna Do. Yeah, Juno just can't good. help herself but sing these songs. And yeah, it's Catherine Howard um, singing, obviously, about... Well, the way it works is it's just each verse is her singing about a different man who 
she thought loved her and who actually was just using her which at, is at one point isn't she like sad. so i decided to have a break from boys and then like henry just appeared and she was like dang it yeah Arrgh! and it's interesting because she starts off being really obnoxious like it, i think we can all agree Apparently that i'm the 10 really amongst like these threes out. yeah so she just comes across as being someone who's like quite superficial right and she's quite rude to the others and then the song and you kind of get her like vulnerability comes out and it's really clever by the time she gets to the last bit and she's singing the bridge and she sounds really like traumatized and the other queens because they all like work they're all each other's backup singers and backup dancers oh, yeah, that's and they're all like grabbing at her aren't they and like yeah. to demonstrate sort of what it was like for her with men um so i think it is really effective i think that's quite clever because obviously with the way it works as like a pop concert you don't necessarily like change how you feel about a character like you I do with everyone's the backup dancers because like they should just be sitting on the side like uh, oh my god rubbish. it's like in 13 when uh, oh, Lucy's when villain Lucy's... song we may have mentioned this I said something about it's weird that they don't know she's a villain since they were all backup they dancing backup her dancing villain her. song like yeah. were they like in some kind of trance oh she has magic powers like Evan does oh my god his to- storm conjuring yeah powers. she can like if you haven't brainwash listened to the 13 people. episode then that, she brainwashes breath. it made about as much sense no he's just like that. when we recorded it anyway so all you want to do is yeah. uh, a bop basically yeah. and it's really effective as well because you learn oh. that's what i was saying like her character actually develops through the song and i don't know that that's necessarily true with the others I um, follow someone. So on, cool. I subscribe to someone on YouTube who like played her at one point, and um, she sings songs for musicals. Oh, who's that? Oh, I think Samantha Pawley. Okay. She's not poorly. Don't worry. Right. That's just I was her a name. bit worried then because that would that impact on her ability to perform, wouldn't yeah. it? So She's then we really come good. to the last of the Queen's songs, and by this point, Kathy P is like, do you know what? She's the grown-up. Um, Isn't she the youngest? She's the survivor. Uh, no, I think Catherine Parr, to be fair, would be older. What? Because well, by the time she marries Henry, she's already been married twice. Oh yeah. Um. So she's not. I think she. I'm not actually sure about this, but I think she's probably older than Catherine Howard. What? I'm so confused. Well, Catherine right Howard now. was really young when she married Henry. Oh yeah. So Catherine Parr's probably not. She was seventeen. Yeah, she was just like a mere child. I had to do the Tudor project last year. So yes. I know. Have you got that back yet? No. Oh, you need to so pursue rude. this, Juno. Get your Tudor project back. No, I asked um because my teacher left last year. She was in again today. <gasps> Juno's for like award-winning Tudor project, we should say. Yeah. Um, and I asked the teacher of the other class, and she said that she doesn't know where they are. Oh my goodness! Do you think maybe your teacher took them all home and just looks at them and thinks about the glory days yeah. of being a teacher of you? Anyway, so Catherine Bahar is like, now. I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. think we should. Actually, this is all a bit grim with us all fighting against each other. I don't want to. And then female empowerment. Woo! Girls support girls. It's <laughs> <laughs> on your sketch. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then she does sing the song. Yeah. And the song is all about how she there was someone that she loved so she'd been married yeah. a couple of times and she makes the point in the song that that was sort of her only option and actually Catherine Parr was like she was a bit of a scholar she as she talks about all her achievements in the songs she was quite impressive particularly for the time she got her and she wanted painted by a woman oh yeah she wanted to marry someone and cool. then henry got involved so she had to marry henry because and she can't just be like texting like soz i can't marry you anymore <laughs> once again no phones yeah 
Oh, that would have fixed everything. Soz. So this, and then, so her song kind of goes meh, meh, and it's a bit, it drags on for a bit. And then she, it gets more like empowering. Yeah, they kind of like they kind of stop the song for a bit, and she's like, um, she's talking about how, um, it's funny because she's like, does anyone know who Henry the, um, who Henry the seventh wife was? And they're like, no. And then like. Henry the Sixth, and they're like, no. And then she's like, Henry the Fifth. And then Catherine Howard's like, ah, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> she does actually know. And then um, she makes Isn't she a like point. Elizabeth of York or something? Yeah. History. She makes like a point like about how without Henry, they all kind of disappear. Literally no a quote one, from the song. Yeah, no one will like know about them. And so they all kind of join in and they like make up their own endings. But there's like this really long silence. Yeah. But they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. Well, this do. was pointless. No, wait. Don't they say something like, well, um, we should come up with a happy ending. Well, we should have happy endings. And then and we were like, yeah, the audience. And then they're like, well, that's sad because we don't have any. And then there's like, um, there's like two minutes of just silence. <laughs> and then they're like it's quite awkward isn't it yeah. like it does go on for a really long time and it's I quite think funny though especially what we've noticed is like having seen it a few times you can tell when you've got a lot of people in the theatre who haven't seen it before because they don't really know how to respond so because it is like concert slash musical I think there's expected to be more sort of whooping and cheering after the songs but obviously not singing along because that's bad theatre yeah terrible um, you don't want to be that guy. But then when everyone, they're just standing there, people like, it's like people are a bit uncomfortable. Like they're thinking, oh, is that the end of the show? That's a bit, but that's then, a bit of an anti-climax. And um, then they're like, um, why don't we just make up our own happy endings? Yay! Yeah, my hunger is gone because of six. Phew, it has cured, six. six can cure hunger. Yes, that that's really why you should come see it. Um, Someone so, should tell people this. This could solve a lot of problems in the world. Yeah, so they kind of like, finish the song where they're all kind of coming up with their own happy endings yeah and then um they sing this really good song called six Woo! It, i'm not just naming the show the song's actually that's one of my six. favorite songs in the show yeah it's really good um, um it's very cheery and fun and i just like the fact that all these women they were all in real life like they were all in competition with each other so like he- yeah. Catherine of aragon and Anne Boleyn overlap and then Anne Boleyn and yeah. Jane Seymour overlap, and then Jane Seymour and we get uh, Anne because <laughs> uh, Jane Seymour died. But then I think there's overlap with Anne of Cleves and Catherine Howard as well. And so it's like the thought that they're all like united, even though obviously it's not actually. Maybe they all are. Like maybe in um you know the land of the dead, like in his dark materials. Maybe all the queens are Don't just there. Talk like, about sorry. It. Oh, Juno was traumatized by his art. I woke up at like midnight two in the morning or something. It was 2 a.m. And 2 a.m. And I was crying because it was so sad. It was very sad. But no spoilers about that in case yeah, people no haven't spoilers. watched it. It's not <laughs> a musical as well. So it is a, there is a play, but we're not talking about it's that because we haven't watched it. Um. Anyway, six. So it's six. They're like, wow, we're six. And there's the counting. One of a kind. We're a one category. of a kind of category. Too many years lost in his story or history. Like his story. His story, I think. that is clever that. And it's like. Free to take, take a crown in glory for five more minutes. <laughs> we're six, six. But they kind of change it throughout the song to we're for two more minutes for three yeah. more. Well, not It's in like that, that Mark Owen song, weird. four minute warning. We just think, yeah, down. they were really bad at educating back then. They couldn't educate girls back then because they can't count now. But, um, um, Anyway, you know. So then Maybe they sing 
And then, but they don't do that. They don't go two, then three. Okay, that's true. <laughs> but then, but that is how numbers work. But yeah, I true. am educated properly. <laughs> but then, so there's the mega six. Woo! And they say like, do you it's want like one remix. more song? And you're, like, yeah. and you're like, of course we want one more song. What a so stupid question. That's the song you can also find on the Broadway version along with the one you've been waiting for. And while we're on the subject, if you listen to the Broadway, I'm waving my finger around. If you listen to the Broadway version, then you might think this is a bit weird because... American accent. They do it in American accent. history, guys. So we saw, um, we have seen Six in London and we've seen it at our two local theatres, Leeds and Bradford. Shout out Ooh, to Leeds Grand out. and the Alhambra in Bradford, um, which we love. And also we yeah. saw it when we were in Washington DC in the summer. Yeah. M- one more reference to our holiday, obviously, because we're just obsessed with talking about it. And while we were there, Six just happened to be on and I was like, let's go and see Six. Hmm. And Juno said... On the way there, I wonder if they're going to do it in American accents. And I was like, I wonder this too, how interesting. And they did. And to start off with, I think for like the first minute, it was like, this is a bit weird. But then obviously, Catherine of Aragon and Anne of Cleves wouldn't have had English accents anyway. And also like in the show, like I know it in either in the tour or in London at the moment, I think Anne Boleyn is being played by someone who's actually Australian. Wait, what? I think I saw this on Instagram. Wow, that's cool. Um, and so the whole, obviously it's like, it's colorblind casting for six as well. And I think accent wise, it's the same. And because it doesn't really matter. Like, obviously it's quite a revisionist version of history anyway. So any, realistically, anyone who sat there going, well, I don't think the accents are quite right. It's just dead inside. <laughs> and. Cares? Just go and see something else, man. Like, yeah. that's just a really boring attitude. I don't know that anyone actually thinks that. I'm just inventing this dude. He's called Brian. <laughs> and he Hi. just hates everything. He only went to see six because his wife made him. <laughs> and then he sat there the whole time going, that's not historically accurate. Get enough and with Brian. I'm sorry. I don't know why I invented Brian. He's <laughs> um, right, fun sponge. Sorry if anyone there's called Brian. Yeah, we apologise to any um, listeners called Brian. I just plucked that name out of thin air. Yeah. I don't have any prejudice against um, people called Brian. Do we have anything else to say about six? Um, it's just so good. I mean, just like... Mm. How good it is. Generally, it. it's really awesome. Does, it's really you don't fun. I don't care if you don't like theatre that much. It's, just go see it. Also, and, and you why get... why wouldn't you like theatre and be listening to this? That's true. That yeah. would be a weird decision. It's joyful, isn't it? Like, you go and yeah. see it, and then at the end, you feel really happy. But in amongst that, you feel like Jane Seymour's song, much as I don't want to listen like to it in the car, which, as we know, is my barometer for everything. Do I want to listen to it in the car? She does a funny bit where she's like yelling at one of the others because she's like i died yeah do you have any idea what it feels like and they're like yeah we died too the, what's but the funny bit funny. where she's like oh i remember when my head got disconnected from my neck or something oh i don't i think it's Amberlynn she's that like there were like good times or something when she's talking about ow i stubbed my toe when she was talking about she stubs her toe so <laughs> when she was often. talking about henry and then um Amberlynn was like oh yeah there was this really cute time when i had a daughter and he chopped my head off it's really funny and yeah, that is sad. And she's like, and she's like, yeah, I, I do realize that a bit annoys. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So the, all the different, all the emotions. I say all the emotions, yeah. like three emotions. Um. If you, you don't don't count feel hunger, Juno's experiencing <laughs> yeah, a fourth. Emotion. I don't know. I think maybe you do feel a little bit angry that this was like, like marriage was the yeah. only thing these women had, and it he, they had to marry Henry, and he was a. Not the greatest. Yeah. Um, in this book I read about Anne Boleyn, oh it was all God. about whether Henry was actually like suffering from some sort of psychosis 
um, because chopping your wife's heads off is not normal behaviour. That was the main yeah. argument. And it's, it's quite hard to argue with that, I think. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I don't know anyone whose husband has had their wife's head chopped off, which is lucky. So we've just taken delivery of Matthew's musical mystery musing, yeah. which is when producer Matt uh, gives us a question each time. Matt has not seen Six, but probably feels like he has. Because the songs are from so much. how much we talked about it and how much <clears throat> he's been forced to listen to the soundtrack. So he would probably be able to sing along to most of it. Okay, I should I Go on, Juno, tell us what the question is. So we've Ooh, not seen long. this already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, oh you, if you were to form a band, I needed a singer, bass, guitar, lead guitar and drummer. Which of the six would, um, would you choose for each? Um, what? We don't know how good they are at playing the drums. Um, let's assume the remaining two are backing vocals or triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's really thought about this yeah. question. Who, well, who would we put as backing vocals first? I don't let's know. Work what together. were the others? Lead singer. Like, probably the person who plays Seymour. Oh. Because she has to have a really good voice. Yeah, but so does K of A, so... Oh, wait, let's do one each. Okay, so I'm going to have Catherine of Aragon as my lead singer. And I'm going to have Jane Seymour as my lead okay, singer. Okay, well, you have fun with that. And then... Your band's going to sing really depressing songs <laughs> about being um, dead. Actually, Anna Plew's going to write the songs. Oh, <laughs> I see. So Jane Seymour's going to rap, is she? Amazing. Never said okay. anything about rapping. All right, who's going to be your bass guitar? Uh, my bass player is going to be Anna Cleves. Yeah. She's got attitude, and that's the main thing you need to be a bass player, more so than being able to play the bass. Yeah, same. So you're doing the same. So I'm going to have okay. her as that and song rapper. Um, so the lead guitar. I think lead guitar, Anne Boleyn. I'm going to have a lead guitar. I'm going to have um, Catherine Howard. And then drummer. Um, This is a really weird question. I know. Um, right, drummer then, uh, Catherine Parr, because she's the beating heart of the show. I'm having my drummer as being Anne Boleyn. Okay. And then Catherine Parr and Catherine of Aragon are on the triangle slash backing vocals. So I think that gives me Catherine Howard and Jane Seymour on backing vocals. How dare you? Well, but at least they're singing. It's a very strange question. Yeah. I would like to complain. So, about the quality of the question today. I right. feel like that could have been a lot better. Yeah. So, Maybe we could give um, producer Matt some feedback yeah. <laughs> for next time. So Juno, ultimately then, would you say that six is stage appropriate? Yes. There are some swear words in it. Like, well, are some... they minor swear words, would you say? Yeah, very minor. Like very The funny minor. thing is that six is the show that I get asked most often by other parents, usually mums, like people that I work with, is this or like friends who will they send me a message or say, oh, you've seen six, haven't you? Is it appropriate for their child? And it, I like, feel like I shouldn't be sure. trusted. So I don't know why people you ask my no opinion, standards. given that there's only one show that I've told you, no, she's not allowed to Book see. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Please comment if you think I should be allowed. You absolutely should not be allowed to see the Book of Mormon. Oh yeah, my just God. Don't, don't bother. It, it, it'd be too traumatising. I don't. For me, um, no, you're not seeing that. So it is quite funny to me. And I do warn though, like that there are a couple, there's sort of references in the songs, but I don't know that you even know where they are. Like, do you know where the rude bits are in six? Like, do you know what the bits are that would no. be considered? Well, there you go then. Do you know it's quite a savvy 
10-year-old whose yeah. parents have very little Just don't filter. be asking your parents after the show, what did this bit mean? Yeah, and Juno has uh, slightly shamed me before by asking in the middle of a show what something means and I had to explain it to her <laughs> while my mum was... <laughs> so i felt like i was being texted although at the end um grandmouse and my mum did say i thought you dealt with that really well shout out shout out shout out to jane yeah um who right six can we just talk about six being a cursed show for us so we were supposed to see six the first weekend when uh we went into lockdown in 2020 so that was we were supposed to be going to see six in london with my mum and that obviously didn't happen. We also had tickets to see it that June, I think, in Leeds. And obviously that didn't happen. Can I say about the... Yeah. So, and then we also had tickets to see one when this was a weird idea. Yeah. In, um, please comment about what you think about this. <laughs> in a, like a drive-in yeah. performance. I... Do you, do you like get out of your car? They cancelled it because I think they realised it was a terrible idea. Well, if it, yeah, um, it was really weird. Get... So they were going to... The only, only the front row will be able to see it was supposed to be like a like yeah a drive-in performance and i think the idea was that you'd get out of your car and like sit on a picnic mat but it it, it was at that point where was it cold? covid was still bad no it was meant to be during the summer but i think it was when we were in tears if anyone can remember those days and like different parts of the country would be in like a different level of restrictions and they realized that it was just going to be too complicated but as you know has just said we wonder if someone maybe went do you know what guys this is a stupid idea let's not so we saw it for the first time, what, in 2021? Yeah. And that when that lady tried to start a fight with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So obviously we are keen commenters on other people's behaviour in the theatre. That was rude. Aside from shows themselves, one of the things we enjoy the most is being able to judge other people's bad theatre etiquette. No, they came in, like, really late. So she came in Not late. Not in the applause, like, in the middle of They let no them way. in during the song. In no way. And I remember it. This and it was at a really weird point because in the theatre we saw it. Leeds Grand shout out, and the yeah, way they were doing out. social distancing was beep, beep, only shout. having someone sat in every alternate chair. But what it meant was like Juno and I were not sat next to each other. There was a chair yeah. in the middle of us, and the, the they had like paper wrapped around the chairs. It was how weird, long did that take? But wrap around all it was chairs. obviously that's what the theatre were doing to deal to like deal with the restrictions. It started that's cool. But this woman came in late with her like three children, Two and then children. they tried starting to like rip off the paper. And then she wouldn't sit down. And then this usher woman came over and like leant straight across Juno. And then in the end, because obviously I cannot keep my mouth shut. I was like, can you just sit down? And she like, she turned on me. It was vicious. And she was so rude. She was like, don't even start. And I was like, oh lady, sit down. <laughs> and then you um like ran away at the end. Yeah, at the end of the show, I was like, Juno, you. let's go. Because she was like, she was aggressive. And I was a bit worried that social distancing was going to be contravened by me having an actual bust up with yeah. another member of the audience so my point here is for a long time we felt like we were never going to get to see six now we have a new cursed show our new cursed show is dream, dream girls, girls which we have seen but not as many times as we should have done and this, well should when we, we do a dream like girls dream episode time. when we do our episode on dream girls we will tell the terrible tale of how dream girls is a cursed show for us but yeah. yeah so i think for a long time we thought we'd never see six and now i just feel like we've seen it like every week or something mm-hmm. and we're seeing it when it comes back to leeds next year this year this oh, year. This year. Oh, yeah. oh crazy. crazy. That's so exciting. Anyway, so Six is Juno's second favourite show. I can check. Is it top but two? It is it's number two, top isn't two, it? Yeah. Um, so this is a big one. It's definitely a top ten show for me, partly just because loosely of followed how much enjoyment we in, get out of watching it together. It's like um just behind something which you will find out. Oh, in the Juno's episode. number one show. 
I can't even contain it. She can't even control her enthusiasm. Nice try. So we've established it is stage appropriate, but don't trust me on what I judge to be stage appropriate, basically. No standards. Because, um, yeah. So there we go. So I think that brings us to the end of our discussion on six today. So if you have seen six, and obviously you should have seen six, why wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? And you want to share your it's thoughts weird. with us, you can send us a message on our Instagram, which is stage underscore appropriate. Underscore! Remember the underscore. <laughs> She's strange child. I know. Thanks. Literally, I don't know why underscores exist. Like, I think they literally only exist to go in email addresses. Oh. Like, when do you ever use underscores? They're so weird. Anyway. In stage underscore appropriate on this You can document. follow us for further updates and future episodes. Yeah. Woo. We're also on Showscore, London, not New York. Not and yet. for reviews, so you can check us out there too. That's all for today's episode of Stage Appropriate. Whoa, that was intense for yeah. someone who's apparently so hungry. Uh, and then here's some stuff we've heard people say on other podcasts, so we assume it's normal to do so at the end. So Stage Appropriate is presented by her, Juno, Hello. and me, Katie, uh, with tech support from Matt. Also known as Daddy. Correct. Um, and uh, because we are only here for the creative bits, Darling. darling. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. Um, and Juno performs our theme music. And if you've been, if you've seen our beautiful episode cover art, it's also done by me. All of our episodes so far have been done by Juno. There are some future episodes which won't have been. Yeah, but for shows that Juno yeah. refuses to paint because she claims to hate me so much. No. Anyway, no, that's the end of my day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening, especially Ava. I was going to say that. Oh, okay. Thank you so much to Ava. We love you, Ava. Yay! See you next week for more Stage Appropriate. If you have any thoughts about um, the question or six, just put them in comments. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.